Warning, this episode contains magic, mysticism, a long-lost love, vampires, and crazy shit. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 53. I've lost my undead wife's tomb. Have you seen it? Hello and welcome to the 53rd episode of the Spire Kid Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. How are you doing today? Hope you're doing pretty good. I'm in a really good mood today because this week I go on my vacation to Vegas. So it should be a little bit fun, a little bit interesting. Hopefully I won't lose all my money. We'll see what happens. Well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. First off, for those of you who are returning, thank you. And for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome to the Spire Kid Manga Review. Spyrokin is a site that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode, I'll review one or two manga depending on the situation, give you a little bit of information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks really cool. And you pick it up and it sucks. I do all the dirty work. If you don't believe me, it's no problem. But hey, you can find about new manga at this show and it's entertaining and fun. Hopefully I give you a little bit of information. So anyway, uh, before I forget, my name is Zan. I don't know if I said that in the beginning, but you know, most people don't remember that. Ah, so like as you can see, I'm in a very good mood because I can't wait. I can't wait. Saturday, I'm going to Vegas. It's gonna be a lot of fun, kind of interesting. We'll see what happens. I'll give a report and put a lot of pictures up. And then, of course, on the 12th of June, I'm gonna be at Anime Next. And if you can find me, I'll give you a T-shirt and I'll give you maybe a poster or something else. I got a bunch of junk I gotta get rid of. My apartment's getting a little cluttered, so you know I gotta get rid of some stuff. Anyway, now I can take a deep breath for a moment. Hold on. Uh, so what else, what else, what else is on with me? Nothing much, nothing much, you know. Some people are a little pissed off about the whole Podbean thing, because Podbean's been acting up all my posts are being released like a day later or something. I don't know what's going on. They're upgrading or some shit, I don't know. Hopefully it'll be fixed by the time I get back. And don't worry, I've posted two episodes. This is the first one that's going to come up, because this is... Wednesday the 20th, and then the next one's coming out next week. It'll be released on Thursday, so no worries. It's going to be fun, pretty good, and, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun. So, anyway, let's get on with the news segment of this episode, because, you know, I'm a little jazzed up. And there's only two real big things. Now, the first one kind of sucks. Now, remember a couple weeks ago I told you that Anime Insider closed and was gotten rid of? Unfortunately, we're losing another manga magazine. Unfortunately, Viz has decided to drop Shoujo Beat. If you've had a subscription to it, they're giving you Shonen Jump for free. A few issues of that, but that sucks. That's another manga going away. Another thing being... But don't worry, the manga which we're in 
Shoujo Beat are still being released under the Shoujo Beat title for the Viz manga. So you're still going to get the Taktoban, but you're just not getting that book. So it kind of sucks. Next one's also kind of stupid. Um, the manga School Rumble Z is coming to an end. Officially, it's being done June 13th. Ironically, same day as the yeah, con. So, you know, it's going to be kind of sucky. It's on the wheel of manga. Hopefully, if I spin it, I'll get it or something. We'll see what happens. Well, the only other real piece of news I have, which is kind of interesting, is that for Evangelion 2.0, which is the new Ava movie, they're releasing a cell phone in Japan. It's only in Japan. The cell phone looks awesome, and, you know, they're just releasing it. It looks kind of cool, man. I was looking at it. I love the fact that the entire interior looks like the Ava plug information. Like, when you see the timer when it runs out of the battery, that's how the entire interior looks. It's pretty cool. You can check it out on uh, ANN, or you can look on the actual Evangelion website. I don't know the exact title because it's in Japanese, but, eh. No worries, no problem, nothing like that. Uh, so, we should get on with the review, because I know it seems like I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing, I'm rushing. Like I say, I'm pumped up, I'm in a good mood, and plus, this manga really was quick-paced, and maybe this episode should be a little fast-paced, you know? So, blah. So anyway, for this week, I spun the Wheel of Manga, and what did I get? I got by Yuri Kimuru and drawn by Kyo Shiradara. The Record of a Fallen Vampire. And this was released by Viz Media and originally published by Square Enix. Yes, the video game company. This would make it actually an interesting video game. Uh, there's only nine volumes. We currently have three of them. And, well, what else can I say? It was released here in 2008 and it actually finished in Japan in 2007. Now, what can I say about The Record of the Fallen Vampire? Well, it's a fantasy, supernatural, mystery, and it's a vampire series. Yay, goody for all the Twilight fans. Hooray! Seriously, what is the record of a fallen vampire about? It is, well, a weird story, which at first, because the outside of the book is black, and you see the main character with his blue hair, and he looks kinda, it looks kind of shoujo-y, so I was immediately turned off to this manga. I was like, what the hell? I didn't really want to read it. I spun the Wheel of Manga, and that's what I got, so unfortunately I had to read it, because I must not defy the Wheel of Manga, because lightning will strike, and mountains will fall, and thunder will rain, and horrible things will happen if I don't listen to Scully, so... Anyway, the record of a fallen vampire is about this guy named Strauss, and, well, he was the king of the vampires back about maybe a thousand years ago. He ruled the Kingdom of the Night, and what happened is that it's a thousand years later, and from what we can gather from the first couple of volumes, it's a little bit jumbled. A thousand years ago, his wife, the the Queen Adelheid, I'm pretty sure I pronounced it wrong. I can't really, because it's a lot of German names, so it's kind of difficult for me to pronounce. But So, the Queen Adelheid kind of went ballistic and caused this tragic event. They don't really explain what happened, but she released her powers, and suddenly it could have been the end of the world. And so what happened is the Dampir race, yes, they're Dampirs, kind of funny, that's why I used the Vampire Hunter D music in the beginning, well, the damn peers, they said, oh no, well we must stop this evil queen, and she, she wasn't evil apparently, but they took her, and they sealed her in this hidden tomb, and, you know, usually you'd be able to find the tomb, be like, one, two, three, find the tomb, just beat up a guy, right, but they're like, you know what we're gonna do, 
we're gonna make a bunch of fake tombs and we'll put them all over the world and we won't tell any of our people who has the tomb and then we'll make ourselves forget so there's like a hundred thousand tombs all over the world and Strauss has to hunt down the tomb which has his wife in it why we he says there's a he maybe it's because he's in, still in love with her we don't know but he gave up his throne he's not a bad person it's just that some the wife is crazy and he's trying to resurrect this woman who has the power to destroy the world and he's trying to hunt down all these tombs and every time he finds a fake tomb he's like okay I gotta find another one and by the time the series hits present day he's found about maybe 3,000 maybe give or take and now, the problem is that he is a real vampire, and most of everyone else in the series is fake vampires, or dampiers, half-vampires. And compared to the original, unless you're Vampire Hunter D, a dampier will get the shit kicked out of him by a main vampire. So how are the dampiers going to be able to stop the great and all-powerful Strauss? Well, there's this being called the Black Swan. Now, the Black Swan is this kind of parasitic tattoo that's on it goes from person to person what happens is that it's on their host for five years the tattoo appears on a person then for five years they have the tattoo and what happens is they get all the knowledge that the previous black swan had and they get the the desire to hunt down strauss and kill him and the problem is if they don't resolve this in five years they die and then all their experiences transfer to the next host who it finds within 10 to 50 years and it's kind of cool because every time Strauss beats up one of the Black Swan and kills him, the next one now knows, okay, he killed me using this technique, so I can defend against that technique. So every time the Black Swan is getting stronger and stronger and more powerful than Strauss, and it's more intelligent each time, so he has to keep outthinking it, and he's running out of moves. It's like playing chess against a really good player. Every time you make a move, he's, you make a move, you take a pawn. And then the next person is going to take a pawn and move it. And he knows, okay, you're going to do that. So I'll move my pawn here. And it's just, it's like the AI is accelerating. So it's getting smarter and smarter and smarter. And it's soon going to overtake Strauss. He can't fight him forever. The only way he can do it is if he wins. If he finds Adelheid and resurrects her. Because the Black Swan will not give up. Now, the first Black Swan we meet was the 49th Black Swan. And what happens is she almost kicks his ass. And he wins because he takes this Dampier who is with the Black Swan. Uh, that guy's name is... Uh, da, 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 da. He has some gay name. Uh, Jin. Well, Jin, what happens is that Jin, you know, he's this swordsman. And what happens is he's in love with the 49th Black Swan. And what happens is that Strauss beats the shit out of him, grabs his sword and because the black swan has the ability to pre to prevent him from using his magic he uses these holy swords which the dampier Jin has and stabs her in the chest and the problem is that she says like look I don't regret what you did I don't I'm not fighting with you but you know you did because you're in love with this girl and so I don't regret it and then she dies but he's kind of like man with it and so the next one that shows up, you find out later, is this new black swan who is the 50th black swan, and she's more powerful than the 49th, and she could beat Strauss. And what happens is that she says, okay, I'm going to align myself with Strauss for some reason. We don't really know why yet. 
but she says you're gonna work with me and everything's gonna be all hunky dory and we're gonna take over the world or some shit and then once we're done I'm going to kill you so blah yes so unfortunately as you can guess being a vampire and living for a thousand years can be kind of boring don't worry Strauss isn't alone he has this little girl that he picks up in the first volume because the first volume takes place relatively early in his life maybe six six first you have the first time he fights the black swan then he has the 49th black swan which is about 50 years ago and he meets this girl and her name is Latita or Laddie I'll call her Laddie because it's a lot easier but Latita is this little girl that he finds she's like 18 when he met her and she's now like 60 or some like 68 we'll say because 50 years 68 and what happens is that she's my favorite character because you know you had all these vampire and dampiers hunting Strauss and they have all these weapons and all this stuff like these medieval weapons and armor and they use magic and they see this little girl with a bunny backpack walking around walking around with Strauss trying to fly because she's kind of weak because she doesn't have any magic and then you pull out see her pull out an AK-47 and a sniper rifle <laughs> so she has no magic whatsoever but she uses freaking heavy machinery and artillery like you see her pull out grenades missiles everything she's pretty cool and you know some of the other characters you have is you had the one character Bridget who's the leader of the Dampiers trying to hunt him down and at one point she says well how come I can't be with you and obviously I think that she's like a former lover or some shit that's in love with him and she's pissed off that he's trying to get Queen Adelheid and there are a bunch of other background characters like there's this one Dampier hunting him down who's wearing a full suit of armor we don't know what his deal is but he kind of sucks and then you had this one one uh dampier i don't know what the hell his name was i didn't pay attention but he had a scythe and he was just kind of just being stupid and that's about it i mean there's nothing really else i mean it was pretty short i mean three volumes and that's as far as you get it focuses mainly on strauss and about him trying to find these tombs to set his wife free and I mean it seems like there's an ulterior motive as why he's looking for the tomb but I haven't gotten that far like I said three volumes I've read that was it now it's interesting but you know I gotta look more into it maybe uh, at first when you look at this it looks like it's a show a shoujo because it has very feminine looking characters and that I didn't like too much I mean some series I'm into but this is like a vampire series it's like oh god more gay vampire shit but then immediately I started reading it and the fact is you have a really cool fight in the beginning with Strauss versus the black swan and I was like okay this is really cool it's like how uh, darker than black was how it looks kind of bad but you're reading it it's actually pretty cool and I was digging it I really was digging the whole thing I liked Letty, she was awesome. Just her going ballistic and crazy. Uh, the minor characters, like that one guy, Jin, who he really is no, not noteworthy. He's just like, I'm a martial artist, and I'm in love with, with the Black Swan Yuki, the 49th one. Oh no, she died. I'm so sad. I'm going to kill you now because you killed my love. I'm going to kill you. Blah, blah, blah. He was very gay and stupid sounding and made me mad. He made me very mad. A little upset 
at just Jin's whole attitude and the way he was. I mean, he's supposed to be a badass character with two sacred swords and, you know, be 400 years old and kick ass and bleh. I didn't like him. I liked Lady because, like I said, modern times, she's got freaking Uzis and other things and uh, other thing I liked, which was interesting, was I liked the concept of the Black Swan because it's an enemy which will eventually win if if it can outweigh you because it'll get stronger and stronger and stronger. It's like Doomsday from the Superman universe. Every time he gets killed, you can't kill him that way again. So if you stab him with a knife, next time the knife won't work. You shoot him, the shooting won't work. You use kryptonite, he'll absorb the kryptonite. You know, it makes it's an enemy which will win eventually, giving Strauss short amount of time to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish but also it's kind of like death it's maybe it's a reference to death where you can't cheat death because Strauss has been alive for like 3,000 years or something and he's just trying to save this girl or I really have to see what the deal is with this because maybe I have to read further just to understand why he's trying to save his wife maybe it's just because he loves her because she protected him that's a little confusing. But, either way, for this record of a fallen vampire, I will have to give it, unfortunately, a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It was alright. It was intriguing. There was a lot of interesting concepts. The art style kind of bugged me a little bit, because it's a little too femmy for my taste it's with the vampire series. I don't like feminine vampires. But more importantly, the thing which bugged me about it was there was over three volumes it didn't move too much and it was a little erratic the fact that the first volume has three chapters that's it three chapters the second volume has five chapters it's kind of erratic I like it when you have four chapters four chapters four chapters four chapters it makes more sense this is kind of like okay we're gonna just put one book like this and another book like this and another book like this <sighs> just what am I going to say about the record of a fallen vampire? But it was okay. It wasn't great. Will I read this more? Probably not. I probably will forget about this eventually. As a, if you're into vampires and supernatural stuff, you'll like it. If you're into uh, fantasy, you'll like it. If you're looking for a very long, comprehensive story, eh, maybe. It just wasn't as developed as some of the other series I've read. It wasn't. It didn't seem like it was going to be a long thing. And it, the whole tomb aspect is a plot coupon, which is an, which was immensely long. I mean, you have like all over the world, like three thousand of these stupid uh, tombs he has to find. Every time he finds one, it's a fake, and it's going to go on forever and ever and ever and ever. I mean, there's only nine volumes. We know there's nine volumes, but still, it's just. It seems like it's one of those things where it's like an impossible task that's going to last on forever and ever and ever. And you have a boss who's going to beat him anyway. It seems like just it's a fool's errand, the whole thing. Uh, so, I believe that's it for the review. Uh, what else? As usual, you know, we have our contest, the design, opening, closing, or promo for the Spyrokin Mong review. It's pretty cool. We also have the wonderful and lovely create a wheel of manga voice for the show that ends the 13th of june again the day of the promo should be worth it you remember it's got to be 30 seconds or longer you can 
leave the message at 206-426-6665. That again is 206-426-MONK. Or you can send an MP3 under a minute to spirekin at gmail.com. That again is spirekin.gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment on spirekin.podbean.com and leave a link to it to, if you have a mass mega upload account. Uh, you can check us out on spirekin.rapboards.com and I'm occasionally on the Fight Bay Anime and Gaming Podcast. You know, I talk with Fight Bait a little about different things. He's changing his format again, so I don't know how long I'm going to be on there for, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, so, guess it's time for that one. Yep. It's time for the one, the only, the, the Except no substitute. Pretty much what the Wheel of Manga is, is it's a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I do is I have a list of over a thousand manga and I choose 10 at random, taking out all the ones that have been chosen, and I place it on the Wheel of Manga. And what I'll do is I'll spin the Wheel of Manga, and whatever number it lands on, that will be what I'm going to review for the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, number 54. So let me spin and see what I'm going to review for the next episode. Number 6. So for the 54th episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing Koikaze. Ooh, incest. Interesting. So, like I said, for the next episode I'm going to be reviewing Koikaze. Should be kind of cool. So, guess that's it for this episode. I've given all the links and promos and all the show notes are, of course, up. You can check it out there. Yeah, I think that's about it. I gotta go finish packing, so I know this is a shorter episode, but hey, you know, I gotta keep my strength up, especially for Vegas. I'll have fun, maybe gamble a little bit. And if I win a lot of money, I'll be able to, you know, post a huge thing and buy my own website and make this show awesome. Get out actual nameplates and hire more people, and it'll sound a little bit better. Because I think it sounds good right now, but we'll see what happens. So, thank you for listening as usual. And as always, this is the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zan. Thanks for listening. I'm gone.
「影を背負わすのならば海の底でもの岩目の海に」